Hi, you guys want some cookies? Cookies? Welcome back to the garage. Welcome to another edition of the Throwback Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my bosom buddy, Bobby Castron. Hey, Bob. Hey, Dan. How are you tonight? I'm grot. Why, are you, why are you great? I'm just real grot. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I know why. Because, uh, you know, it's not too often that we have um, hardcore celeb in, this, in the old uh, garage. And I, mean, I, I, I am here every week. You are? Director of Flock of Dudes. I get that. But uh, also... Now available on Blu-ray in New Zealand. There you go. Nice. It's really moving in the right direction. Um, also... To the end of the world. <laughs> the literal end of the world. There's one shop. There's literally an... Like, the earth is not flat, obviously, but in this situation, there's one Blu-ray of Flock of Dudes on the edge of the earth. <laughs> We're all racing to get to it. Um, that's the that's the laugh. Uh, Nikki Glazer, our good oh. friend, who, uh, in addition to being a well-known uh, comedian, or is it just comedian now? Let's keep it real. Comedian is the wrong way to say what it is, which is comedian. Comedian is the right pronunciation mm. of it. No, but people always say comedian, like we're like, well, I'm comedian. Well, there's that extra N and E at the end. Yeah, but it's en, it's pronounced N, but oh. a lot of times people say comedian, and mm. it's like that's just. But isn't wrong it like how everybody. actress is no longer the? Yeah, we parlance? we actually prefer uh, flight attendant. <laughs> uh, Great joke. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that she's a comedian. But here's the thing: it's not be. It's the reason why I'm excited, Bob, and things are grot is not because Nikki does well in the comedy world. It's because last time Nikki was here, we we kind of figured out 9-11 a little bit. <laughs> but I think you're underselling it. I think we solved it. So like a lot of a lot of information. <laughs> we really rifled through that 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 episode. So like I don't want to say we nailed 9-11, but like we came pretty close. That feels to like it. that would be insensitive to say it that way. I feel like that would be the wrong way to, to say it. To nail 9-11, yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound, but So uh, on to the next national tragedy. I mean <laughs> The investigative reporting that went on during that episode, no. serial levels. It really was. We bought a cork, cork board with a lot of red string. Things were solved. Yeah. I've always wanted to do the red string thing, and we finally were able to I do will it. say we put a lot of things on the board and did not connect. A lot of <laughs> Just red string shooting things. out in all directions like a sun. But was, I will say it was sentient. one of the most populated boards out there. Uh, one of the most populated boards in the game. I actually turned it into my vision board, which is oh, leading yeah. me to go commit another 9-11 that you guys can talk about. Wait, didn't we figure out that Shaggy did it? Shaggy did it. That's Because <laughs> he said, it, even though he says it wasn't me, we learned. We like, she's seeing you. <laughs> You're saying it commit 9-11. It wasn't me. And literally, she's catching you having sex with a woman. You say it wasn't me. Insane. We really unpacked that the last episode. and You got to go back and listen. I had the reason I'm back, gentlemen, is because I had so much fun with you guys the last time. And um, and I just I like I knew that podcasts are work generally. But hanging out with you guys is a true blast. As Mm. you we all know that like we just had so much fun. We just did a podcast before the podcast. We really did. And we We were like, we got to get to podcasting. But we just like hanging out. It's awesome. And just like I use this podcast to get away from my family to hang out with Dan and drink in a garage. I feel like you use this podcast to hang out with us. Yes. Because this is a good way that we could all kind of be together. 
and also feel like we're producing something for the making world. some content, making a difference. I don't like hanging out with guys. friends unless content is also being made <laughs> yeah, at the same the time. I literally today, all of my hangs, we did an Instagram live. <laughs> Coming up a little bit later. We're going to get to the bottom of the Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> but before that, I want to a little By bit. Of digging. Ho- yeah. A little bit of housekeeping, Nikki. Uh, get to it. Our, our podcast. By the way, if you if you love our podcast and you want to support us, throwback uh, podcast is supported on Patreon at Patreon.com slash throwback pod. Be a friend. You yeah. don't have to give a lot. No, two bucks. Give a little. Be cool. Bob, I was thinking about this in the car today because a little helps a lot. Ooh, did you pretty good? Did you write that down? Pretty good. Just as much, like as much as you tip your podcaster. Tip your podcaster. Mm -hmm. Like I just, why not do a couple bucks per episode? That's all. It'll you'll you'll like it more if you're paying for it and you're supporting it. I'll say that. And you'll be yeah, you'll be more emotionally invested. Like when we're awful, you'll be like, man, that was a waste of like eighty cents of mine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Exactly. That's all it will cost. So that's a plug. But the real housekeeping is on our previous episode, um, Bob revealed a mixtape that he gave uh, a girl in 2004, a couple of years after college that mm-hmm. he reconnected with. Really nice work, Bob, on it. Um, and <laughs> I thought um, I thought it was so well done that I did a little digging. And I uh, don't like where this is going. Through the, uh, <laughs> through the Patriot Act, I was able to uh, <laughs> procure a, uh, a phone call between you and uh, this Monica woman. Who Shut clearly up. you're still working through some things. Let's listen in. Hey, Monica, this is Bob Castrone. We went to Towson together. I went on to direct the lackluster feature film Flock of Dudes starring Mark Marin. Oh, hey, Bob. Thanks for clarifying. No problem. So, listen, do you remember way back in the early aughts? I made you a mixtape. We met up. Things got really real. I bought you some flowers. You straight ghosted me. I left some drunk voicemails for you late one night. Any of this ringing a bell? I mean, I'm a woman, so this sounds like every interaction with a man I never ended up sleeping with. So, <laughs> sure. Great. So good to hear. Anyway, I just did a podcast about Thanks that mixtape, and I get into a bunch of our shared personal info. Just want to let you know that I'm clearly still harboring some deep emotions about our misconnection. Bob? Yeah? Never reach out to me again. I love you. I'm calling the FBI. So there you go. A little uh, deep thing, a little breaking news. Uh, Oh, that was great. Jason Zumwalt had nothing to do with that. That was your phone call. (laughs) No, clearly that was me. That's so funny. And that wasn't Jane Zumwalt, his lovely wife. That was awesome. Doesn't know that Jason spent 44 minutes of that uh, podcast on his phone trying to find an email he sent another woman 19 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Guys, that phone call was almost as well written as Flock of Dudes. That was really <laughs> It was really impressive. good. Yeah, thank you guys. It was really good. Thank you guys for that. All right, so we're all friends. and uh, But where did it start? I mean, we go all the where way back. Where did it start? Where did it start? And I, I, will, I will say I was not there at the very beginning because, uh, Bob, I don't know if you want to quickly, a little Cliff's notes on how the Nikki, Bob, Dan, Triangle friendship, friendship began. It started with you two. Yeah, it started yeah. with, well, it started with Nikki. Cliff's notes is I was a fan of the show Best Week Ever in college, and I followed their blog because they promoted it a lot on the show on VH1, mm-hmm. and Bob wrote for their blog, and Bob was so funny, and he also had his screen name up next to his like bylines or whatever. You know, like, yeah. 
Like you're, yeah. you had like a profile on the site. And That's so right. I just added you to my buddy list on AIM. Buddy and one list. day I was drunk during the day after like a football game or something. And I went back to my dorm. <laughs> you and were he 14. Was, he was, yeah. He was one of the many 14 year olds year. I was, was texting. I think it was sophomore year. Yeah. Cause I was in that dorm and I messaged, no, 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 no. It was junior year. Messaged you. And uh, like just drunk and like, I'm a fan. I forget what I said. Do you mm-hmm. remember what I said the first time? Hi. Uh, ASL, I think. ASL. ASL. Stop sending me mixed CDs. <laughs> immediately. I saw that I was in her buddy list and immediately sent her a mixed CD. Yeah. <laughs> I went and then we became friends via chat. And mm-hmm. then I went to New York in 2005. That's when we hung out. I met, I think, did I meet you that trip, Dan? I don't think I Probably did. Not. I met Jay that weekend. We made content that weekend. I put yes. you in the, your first ever like, web video. Yeah, it was yeah. so fun. And me and my best friend, Catherine, were both in uh, the post show. Yeah. It was so exciting. That's right. And um, and then I we kept in contact. And then when you guys moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. in 2007, Seven, eight, yeah. um, we all started hanging out. And that's when, yeah, we all... As I recall, we had not met, but Bob had kind of put us in contact, and we were on talking MySpace? on MySpace yes. of all Whoa. places, mm-hmm. and I, and you were aware that I was moving to LA, and then we we met in like February of '08 because it was right when I moved to LA. Uh, the the um the night at that what was that Bar Lubitsch? Uh, no, no, at Saint Nick's. Saint oh, Nick's. Saint Nick's. Rest yeah. Yes. And oh, it was, yeah. It was the same night that a. Clearly, um, uh, something was going on with Fred Savage that night. No, no ben, Savage. ben Savage. Excuse me. Yeah. Ben Savage was at Fred the Fred Savage was at home sleeping. <laughs> yes. Getting a good night's rest. Yes, ben, <laughs> ben, however, ben was, was not at sleeping. the jukebox. Ben was not going to sleep that Weirdly night. Weirdly aggro about Bruce Springsteen. I yeah, there was like a jukebox like, incident between you and Ben awesome, Savage. man. He's so, he's so good. This stuff's so good. And he was like, really like. Fucking passion. I don't know. He's a little wild eyed. That's all I'll say. I think, yeah. he, I think he yelled at you in the bathroom or he yelled at somebody he in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I'm having so much fun. Like one of those kind of weird. So, yeah. well, so well. Nikki and and, Dan and <laughs> Bob and I sad. lived in the Hollywood Hills at, at El Contento Ugh. and we used to hang out a lot. Some of the all greatest the time. times of just hanging was at that house. Great hangs. Just <laughs> laughing my ass off and having a good drunken time. It was a blast. Sitting by the fire, listening to tunes. Yeah, see, we really... Just, that one night when we made that calendar, like, just destroyed <laughs> The bird's calendar? <laughs> the calendar was, I will say, the hardest I've laughed in. Like, one of the best laughing nights of my entire life, I have life, that calendar somewhere far. in this garage, by the way. It Maybe is, I'll dig it up after that this. That was one of, like, that stands out to me in my life. Like, the hardest I've ever been laughing. Um, so, anyway, we figured, because 2008 was kind of the seminal year for the three of us as friends together. Uh, What we do on this podcast is listen to music. So what was like big in 2008? Yeah. Let's dig through 2008. I'd love to. I have no idea. It's crazy that that's a throwback. That was 10 years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. it's long enough. It's time to go back. Where were you? Like, where were you at career-wise? I I, I kind of know this, but for people, yeah, two thousand eight. That's a great question. I had not done the Tonight Show yet. I was in. I was really in a bad place in two thousand eight. To be honest, thank like, you very much. Yeah, I was like, I feel like we had babysitting. I was um, temping. I was just like fat. 
and like (laughs) (laughs) drinking every night, flirting with a DUI every single night. Like that was before Uber. Just like I, but I was having a lot of fun. Like, Mm, Oh, clearly. Um, I was a teacher for some of it. I was like hooking up. It was like, it was, I was kind of like a mess and I didn't know what I was going to do. It was, it was a good time, but it was also like a scary time of like, what am, is this going to work out? What if it doesn't? And like, you were figuring yeah. shit out. Yeah, I was totally fi- figuring shit out. You were in your early 20s at that stage. Yeah, it was 10 years mess. ago. Yeah, yeah, kind of a mess. It was before I quit drinking, and yeah, it was a different time. Um, and yet, uh, we all um, got along really well, and and now here we are. We're going to listen to some music. Yeah. Should we do this? I would love to. Okay. Let's go back to 2008. All right, here we go. First track. Oh, there's dancing. I, I, I can't believe this is. I never love this song. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's about Josh Dumail. We know that. Is that still a thing? I don't know. No, they broke up, but they were together for years and years. They probably. So this is Fergie. This is clumsy. I I picked this song because this was like um, prime Fergie territory. Yeah, we were in the Fergusons at the time. There was a lot of Fergie happening. It was really thrown at us pretty hard. It was because this is coming straight out of Black Eyed Peas into the solo career. This is her solo album. Bob, the Duchess, you had this one, right? Oh, obviously. Yeah. No, I have all of Fergie's collected works in print and film. What was like, Nikki? What were you listening to at this time? Two thousand eight, Wilco. I was like so fucking into Wilco. It was like my identity. Yeah, I feel like we had a lot of Wilco and Counting Crows conversations. In Loved this Wilco at this time, and thank God for them. They got me through some times. But like that was like my, I think that was my Wilco phase. But I'm always just listening to the pop music. So that's like I know. I think that's always what I'm plugged into, really. But what were you guys listening to? 2008. I feel like I was in a big like uh, Coldplay place at that mo- at, at that point in my life, and also yeah. Kings of Leon. They mm-hmm. were like really big. At oh that yeah. Time. I got into um, that band Ockerville River when we moved here for some reason. I just remember like running around. I've never heard them, but the I know hills. the name. They're very Wilco-y. They're yeah, like in yeah. that same world. Was that connected to uh, your boy Bright Eyes? No, no connection. Yeah. I got into Elliot Smith, I think, around that time. You had to. When you moved to LA, you have to get and, into Elliot um, Smith a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. what's it called? The um, Neutral Milk. Oh, those guys. Oh, very wait, very into that. I like serious relationships, and a girl like me don't stay single for long. Because every time a boyfriend and I break up, I just picture her saying this in a recording booth, and it just makes me sad. <laughs> and having to do it over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it just like it. I just can see it too hey, clearly. Hey, Ferg, a little more, a little more sass this time. And she's like, "Hey, girl," and she's like talking to the mic, like it's just embarrassing. Yeah, that's Maybe we'll have her, her Tiffany, stand in, and she can deliver to <laughs> Tiffany. Right. Like, Tiffany, you have to ch- stop chewing your gum. We're going to need you to stop. <laughs> she also definitely didn't talk like that. Like that was such right. an affectation. Yeah, it was. The voice it was felt- like. Come on, uh, I will say this about Fergie. We went to, I can't say we went to a Black Eyed Peas concert, even though I want to say that. <laughs> okay. We went to a party in New York City where the Black Eyed Peas were performing. Wow. 
And this was, do you remember that? It was a Tommy Hilfiger It was a Tommy Hilfiger party. Our friend got us in. And it was one of those, I remember actually that night, we, I had tickets to go see Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of my friends were going to go to this Tommy Hilfiger party with the Black Eyed Peas. And I had to weigh like my indie hipster cred with, yeah. oh my God, I can go drink for free with oh, my friends yeah. and see the Black that's Eyed Peas. Yeah, so that's obviously no that's what I did. Yeah. We got so drunk. And ended up in the front row for this Black wow. Eyed Peas performance where... <laughs> it was a special moment. <laughs> it was a special moment. And I still remember leaving that party and all of us, like the five guys were like, Fergie's the hottest woman alive. Oh yeah, no, she's captivating. She's and because wow. of that, I'll always kind of be into Fergie, no matter what. Yeah, I yeah. love that. But the most captivating presence on that stage was the Native American guy that just did flips the whole time. Yeah, I mean, how do you <laughs> like, not... I never... That was the most amazing... Black Eyed Peas in general is just like an amazing like cultural like uh, footnote because once people got out of the Black Eyed mm-hmm. Peas thing, they were just gone forever. They never went yeah. back. But for like a little while, they were they were huge, and there was a guy in the band whose only job was to do backflips <laughs> across the stage. <laughs> Should we put him on the board? Put him I on the put him on the board. board. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Because what a, you know he's got free time. Like he's not. Rapping, he's not singing. No, he really didn't do anything except do backflips. I think he, I think he rapped on occasion. Yeah, between backflips, don't you think? It, not really. I don't. Maybe, but like it also cut perfect cover for a guy that's crisscrossing the world. <laughs> oh, I'm in this famous pop band. But what are you really doing? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> Put it on the board, man. You you sold me. You're All onto right. something. Here we go. Now you're 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 nervous so far. Is there going to be any good songs? In I am nervous. Well, guess what? How about this for you? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what is happening here? I don't even recognize this song. Oh, you're gonna know. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, this I can only you. see in like promos for things. <laughs> I put this on. I don't know that I've ever heard this song. This because is disgusting. I've doesn't never... this end every episode of Entourage? Yes. Yes, like, it, it does. Just... Like this is one of those songs that was popular in a moment and then you never think of it again. This song. <laughs> Unless you do a sucks. Google search of songs that were popular in 2008. Which nobody is doing. So yeah, why would you ever doing do it right now? Let, just, let it soak in. This guys. song. Who's that? You want to know the artist? Yeah, yeah. I want to know who's on the song. Of course, it's the Shop Boys. Okay, but who's featured <laughs> on it? Nobody. So I think that makes sense why we were probably, when we were in the house in Hollywood, we weren't listening to a lot of like. We weren't just music. flipping on the radio. We were No, you couldn't were, risk that. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, do, I don't have high hopes. I'm not feeling I good don't right feel now. good right now. If this is how we're coming out of the gate. All right, here we go. Oh, wait a second. Things are about to change. Right now, things are changing. Guys. I am grateful for this year because of this song. (laughs) I love... This is the song I put on when I run. Really? Yes. And I literally think about... Like, I pretend I'm filming this music video. I love it. I feel like this song... First of all, I remember being in the house in Hollywood the first time I heard it. And I was like, because I was super excited uh, for this album. I was a big Coldplay fan. And as soon as I heard the song, I was like, holy shit, this is going to be huge. And this is their only number one hit in the U.S. What? Yep. The only like number one one hit. They've had hits, but not number one. This is it. 
And like when you listen to it, it's like kind of a fucking crazy song. It's a weird song. Like it's all about like this story about a king that's being overthrown by his people. And it's not the type of thing that was number one on any charts, especially in 2008. It's so gorgeous too, this song. Like sonic, like all the different layers and like the symphony. Let's listen to the chorus. Yeah. Perfect. It's delightful. I always thought I always wondered what that first line is. I hear Jerusalem bells are ringing. Who knew that? Roman. Well, let me see if I can get it. Roman yeah. Calvary, Calvary. Got it. Almost. Calvary. We'll give it to you. Calvary. We'll give it to you. <laughs> crowds are singing. Roman cavalry choirs are, are singing. singing. Me, my mirror, my sh- my sword and shield, That's my missionary good. in a foreign field. Foreign field. Be my mirror, my sword and shield, my be missionaries my. in a foreign field. Hey, he says me, my. Chris Martin, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean. It works. It, it It's. I feel like I'm listening to a Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't either. I, I imagine That's this why is what this it is. is. Exactly. Yeah, I think for it's me. for people who don't this watch Game enough. of Thrones. This satisfies yeah. that. that <laughs> but like he's a clean living guy, Chris Martin. Is he really? Yeah, so you can't really. It's not like he was on drugs when he wrote this, or anything like that. Like he's he just, just a dork. Yeah, it, it, but even as someone yeah. that's followed his career, he doesn't really have any other songs that are like this lyrically. Uh, here's what bass guitarist Guy Berryman said: "It's a story about a king who's lost his kingdom, and all the album's artwork is based on the idea of revolutionaries and guerrillas." There's this slightly anti-authoritarian viewpoint that's crept into some of the lyrics. And it's some of the payoff between being surrounded by governments on one side, but also we're human beings with emotions and we're all going to die in the stupidity of what we have to put up with every day. Hence the album title. Wow. Viva la vida for death and all of his friends. That's pretty heavy. That's heavy. That's some like art school bullshit. That's real heavy for the the yellow guys. Like I love that. Yeah, I, I do like it. And now they're just into like bright colors. Okay, so that was fun. A Coldplay. Album. Okay, that you know what, redemptive is what I would call that song of two thousand eight. Keep it up, guys. Keep it up. Let's keep keep the it going. Coming. Yeah. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. Okay. No handlebars. I cannot believe yes. this. No this seems way. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. I love this. No handlebars. No handlebars. Look at me, look at me, hands in the air like it's good to be alive. And I'm a famous rapper, even when the past are all crooked I I can show you how to dosey do. I can show you how to scratch a record. I can take apart the remote control, but I can almost put it put back, back together. together. I can tie a knot in the cherry stem. You know, I can tell you yeah. about the ferrets. Are you aware of this song? I mean, I know the song, but I don't think American. I've ever really given it a good listen. Platypus. Me and my friend That's made a comic book, for. and guess how long it took. I'm trying I can't to like absorb it, but because look, I can keep rhythm with no metronome. No metronome, no metronome. I like his swagger yeah, on his voice. Your face on the telephone, on the telephone. But this sounds like it was made on, on a phone. phone. Look at me. There's, there's no, there's no way this guy doesn't have shitty facial hair. 
Like you could just tell in his voice. Yeah, he's I mean, got like a wispy, wispy mustache. You're referring to Bob uh, and speak with respect when you're addressing the lead singer of the Flowbots. Obviously. God, what an unfortunate name! <laughs> like, <laughs> what a bad decision that name was. He he made the call. He went for it. Like he's got to kind of look like Adam Driver. This guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the deal with that? With the ladies being into Adam Driver? I what's, don't get what's going it. On with that? Um, I don't understand it. I'm not into him, so I don't know. I don't know if I didn't watch the right girls episode where he got hot or something. <laughs> or like, I don't, I think he's just mysterious. Yeah, girls fall for mysterious. I, um, he's just not my, t- like he's sometimes, there are certain guys that girls are super into and I'm like, I'm glad I don't get it. And yeah. I'm glad that they don't always like what I'm into. Who are you into these days? Oh God. Still very much into um, Ben Higgins, uh, The Bachelor, and he's very aware of it. I, I make it oh, well yeah? known. Yeah, um, always, <laughs> always down for that, Ben. If you're listening, he uh, probably is. Is he single or is he still? Yeah, I think he's dating someone, but he's not like public about it. But he he is definitely not interested because he knows that I'm into him. It has gotten word has gotten to him, and he yeah. has not started following me. Thus, we're not DMing. <laughs> He knows where to sl- he knows where to slot yeah. in. Were you responsible with his for his split with Lauren Bushnell? No, but she looks like me enough that I'm like, oh, he he's like into my coloring, you know? Like she's very <laughs> she's a tiny little version of me, but he like is into blondes at least. This has been that. going on for like three years now that you're into this. Longer guy. than that, ever since he came on the screen, wow. I was just like, that guy is I'm, handsome. Okay. He's kind of like your new Paul Walker. Oh my Ooh, god, Paul soon. Walker. <laughs> Is it ever not going to feel too soon? Um, I loved Paul Walker so much. He I was know. one of the first men, yeah, that Same. really did it for me downstairs. Really, Walker? Oh, where I was just was like, why do I feel like I'm on a roller coaster when I see his face? <laughs> we did the uh, Aerosmith podcast a few weeks ago, and Alicia Silverstone uh, in the amazing video. Oh did man, that, for that did me. it for me too. Yeah, well, that's dear God, she's but, like, so hot. When when she hailed the plane. On the highway with her leg, that's she when did the leg move, the leg out, like hailing the plane. Oh yeah, that was great. That, that, was, Dan, that was Dan's sexual awakening. That was my sexual awakening. Whoa, yeah. mine was Reese Witherspoon yeah. getting fingered on. Um, that's a great one too. Yeah, that, on by fear, Mark the Wolf. movie Fear. Yeah, that yeah. was the one where I was like, Excellent. let's watch that again and again and again and again and again and again. To Wild Horses, the oh. cover. Oh, great. Mine was any episode of Singled Out. Yeah. Oh man, Jenny McCarthy. Oh, I was yeah, thinking, I was like Chris Hardwick. Oh, or right, right, He right. wore okay, really yeah. cool clothes. Oh, we God, didn't he talk was about cool. that though. On the Aerosmith podcast, I said it was Alicia. It was the scene where she hails the plane, and also the scene where she's making out with Jeremy London's brother on the motorcycle with the red dress mm-hmm. and the Doc Martens. Right. Okay. Oh my God. So in cute. concert, those two things. That that's what did it. Everything changed after that. Yeah. Nikki, it's Reese Witherspoon, Fear, Mark and Leonardo Walmart. DiCaprio um, by that fish tank uh, in uh, what's, a, what's in eating Romeo. Gilbert Green? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he fell in the fish. Say tank. thank you, Gilbert. Say thank you. That was when it really, it really uh, triggered. Um, it's like when Leo so was on top of like the water tank. In the yes. Grape, yeah, like, that oh, was when. Now I'm a woman. No man, Romeo and Juliet when he was like. When they were hooking up in that bed, ugh, 
man, that was another time. Me and my friend Julie Tash were obsessed with him after that. We didn't understand that we were just like wanting to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. so badly, but we were like, let's just talk about Leonardo DiCaprio and like, like that one scene. Like we were obsessed, but we were just like turned on as fuck and had no idea <laughs> what to do with it. But I remember being just like obsessed with him after that. But it was just because I was all like horned up as an eighth grader. I've never, um, in my life, saw any like guy celebrity get as hot as DiCaprio did oh, in terms of like uh, you can make the argument that the guy from the um, vampire Robert Pattinson he he seemed to oh, yeah. get pretty hot but there was no Zac one at, Efron at got Leo's oh, well, super Efron. hot that's a good one too oh when I saw that he got hot in the 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 trailer for the if I have any female if there you have any female listeners we don't we have seven the lucky one trailer oh boy I saw that and I was like who is this guy? And then the lucky one, the movie is so hot. That's where he turned into like a heart. He's like a military like, dude in there, right? Yeah. Oh my God. So, yeah. But I was, I was on the Zac Efron train before that. A little too bored? early. Like when he was like, like a little, when he was like yeah. high school musical, I was like, that kid's cute. I mean, he was legal, but he was like, I was like, that kid's gonna be hot. <laughs> Let's not, Bob, please at this point, don't mention what's on your mind. I, you know exactly what's on my mind. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You can say it. That when we were, how old were we well, when we were, Dan? Oh, uh, we were, you know, you we were, let's say, too old. Uh, when the parent trap came out, Dan was like, This little redhead's gonna be something. Yeah, Dan, no. was, Dan was on the Listen. low hand, and then he proceeded to no, brag about being on the low hand train before anybody. Nobody was on the low hand train sooner than me. <laughs> you started one of those countdown clocks, right? <laughs> yeah, I had one of those websites, and by that, he was standing out of a window holding a clock. Yeah, that's what that was, Dan. Yeah, and then sure enough, we ended up being living across the street from her about what. Ten, Ten years, years later. Her and Samantha lived there, right? Not Samantha, but... Wait, who Samantha was Ronson lived in Bronson Canyon. She would come by a lot. <laughs> that sounds like the start of a... <laughs> like it's a, a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha Sam Ronson, Ronson lives in Bronson. Bronson. <laughs> and came by the house a lot. If she came going 20 miles per hour and Lindsay came from the other direction at 15 miles per hour, where would they meet? No, so oh when we God. were living on El Contento yes. uh, in Hollywood... Lindsay Lohan moved across the street from us. There right. used to be a super hot soap opera star living there, Galen Gehring. He moved out. Lindsay moved in, renting the house from him. And did you ever have, Nikki, any interactions with Lindsay while she was no, there? No, no, my God, ever? no, no. Did, did people have them all the time? We had a few, not as many as you would think, because our garages were, were right, like right next to You had to go outside the house to get into your car. Yeah. So it was the fatal flaw of Lindsay accepting uh, or signing the lease at Galen's house was she was the most <laughs> famous like celebrity girl in Hollywood at that point. Yeah. And it was a beautiful house where Galen lived and it was like Swiss Family Robinson in the backyard. It was fucking amazing, the house. So I get why she was into it. And it was right in the middle of Hollywood so she can get to the clubs and be, you know, mm -hmm. do her thing. But... The fatal flaw was that, like Bob said, you could pull into the garage, but there was no door that went through the garage into the uh, behind the gate. So you had to come out front to get in. And because of that, the paparazzi would line our street up and down the block every fucking day. We had a guy in our garbage can once waiting for Lindsay to come home so he could take a picture. What? Right. It was yeah, a it fucking was nightmare. And this was like our first year living in L.A. So we're like, this is what life is now. And then occasionally she would have like people like creepy fucking guys would leave teddy bears and stuff in the hedges. And it was like a whole thing. Oh, wow. And then Boo Radley. 
And then eventually someone broke into the house. A guy broke into the house and um, and then she got out went into the room. She wasn't home, but went into the room and like oh sat God. and built like a, a shrine of all her stuff in the room. It was just sitting in the in the house. That's so scary. So you want to be famous. And Brian was caught. I don't know if he got caught. I guess remember <laughs> what happened. Brian, he he seemed. I think he got away. No, the best part was our buddy Brian. Uh, he was the only one home at that time. He came home as oh, Lindsay whoa. came out of the house and said, "Someone's in my house," or "I don't know if someone's in my house." And she made Brian walk through the house with her. And Brian, what? literally yeah. the last guy in the world you'd ever want to be protecting you. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, had to walk into the house with her, no with way. no knowledge whether or not this fucking dude from the bodyguard the bad guy for the bodyguard is still in the house mm-hmm. jesus no wonder she's fucked up and those parents dude i mean <laughs> just leave him let her be crazy in greece all right here we go let's move on this was the year that we got katie perry I was never the biggest fan of this song, but like she quickly got me after this. Did she have you now? Oh, she's got she she got me pretty hard. I went and saw her documentary, which I loved. Yeah, that was a good um, one. I Russell saw Brand that. Was a dick in that documentary. Oh yeah, I mean, she it, she just was very vulnerable in it, and I was like kind of wowed by her. Um, and it, I was like inspired by it. I thought she was really good. Did you? But, I just watched the Lady Gaga documentary. I only watched half of that because I couldn't. I couldn't fucking do it, dude. She. Grandma, grandma, listen to this song, grandma. She was trying grandma, so hard. She wrote first this of song. all, this whole album is de- it's, it's dedicated jogging. to um, Joanne, who is my aunt, who I never met, who died long before I was born, <laughs> and I am actually Joanne. What I am reincarnated, Joanne, and I am bringing her voice to the world. And grandma, listen to the song of your dead, I'm your dead daughter, as your granddaughter. She puts the phone in front of her grandma's face for her grandma to listen to a song called Joanne about, and she has pictures scattered on the, her in front of her grandma of Joanne to remember her. And she goes, grandma, I'm going to play you this song. Don't cry, grandma. Don't cry. Like, it's okay if you cry, but like, don't, like, I don't need you to cry. She's holding it and she keeps... And the grandma's like not crying and she keeps getting it closer and closer to her grandma, like torturing her with this really sad song about her dead daughter with all these <laughs> pictures scattered. Her dad's in the room too. Her dad just like dad leaves wanna, uncomfortably. Yeah, like, what is, what's Didn't going you on think here? that scene was a little bit insane? It was fucking nuts. And I was watching it with my wife and Emily's like, why? And why is she not wearing a bra? Like she's got her titties hanging out during this, <laughs> during this whole sequence with her dad and, and the mom. And then she also like, like you said, like she was trying so hard to get the mother the to react, and the mom is just like a chill, like New York lady, and she was just like, "What well, I this saw, is nice, dear." I think the reason I react this way in that is because I, like, all Gaga wants is to be loved by her family and to be like them to be proud of her, and she's like trying so hard in that moment to get it out of her grandma who's kind of like steely but to also take on and say that you are reincarnated as your aunt like is so weird and like like just losing touch with reality yeah a little little bit and but why wouldn't she because she's like the most famous person in the world like you gotta go a little bit nuts and think that you can be anyone or anything i was fucking exhausted 
And that was just watching the documentary. Like, yeah, I mean, imagine, she like, goes you through all that with her, you know, traveled with her. and everything. Yeah, yeah. She I I have I love her so much in so many ways, but I talk so much shit on her because I think she's ridiculous kind of. So here's my question. I had a meeting the other day and the person of one of the people in the meeting looked a lot like Lady Gaga. Yeah. Can you tell somebody they look like Lady Gaga? Yeah. And it's a compliment. You should be able to, even though in that movie, she's like... She's attractive. I I think she is, but it's one of those things where I don't know if if you said that to somebody, they might take it the wrong way. Yeah, no, no, no. On the bubble. No, Lady Gaga's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. But I know what you're saying. I know it's it's up in the air. Because she's in this movie going... I don't write my own songs because I'm ugly. And it's yeah, just like, that right. That doesn't make sense, by the way. That it doesn't, that math doesn't compute. Like, why don't, <laughs> that doesn't keep you from writing your own songs. Phil like, Collins wrote so many songs. Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me. She's not ugly. It was just like, I don't know. I, that movie, I was the only person that didn't like that movie. Oh, really? I liked it a lot. I know. See? I, like That's I'm saying, it's the, the I'm the yeah. only person who didn't like that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Bradley Cooper. I mean, he was yeah. great. I mean, there were so many good things about it. I'm being such a bitch. If I made anything that even remotely like that good <laughs> that resonated with people, like it would be the biggest accomplishment of my life. I can't even do anything even remotely as touching <laughs> as that. And that people like for me to judge it is so ridiculous. I had a Katy Perry take, but I don't really feel like bringing it up now. But I guess my point, I was going to oh, say, yeah, I have... my, my, she came on the scene in 2008 and first song is I Kissed a Girl. Yeah. And then uh, over the you know ensuing five years, hot and cold. She just hot and cold came out. She great song. She really played up the fact that I'm basically a bombshell, and I'm uh, I'm gonna dress a certain way, and I'm gonna be cute and sexy and and have fun. And I wonder her playing that ultra like feminine um, kind of tart thing, like. That's why she doesn't really have songs that people care about. Like she was, she put out the album where she was woke. She yeah. put out the woke album, and people yeah. were like, eh, "We're not gonna let you be woke because maybe you weren't like." I just in don't think the songs the were we that good, and that she wasn't. It the timing was bad of it. I think it was just like, she's talented. There's no doubt about it. She can write a hit. She can sing a hit. I love her. I think she's great. But like, you know, she'll go away for a little bit, and then she'll have a comeback. Yeah. But I, I love that one song she did with Kanye that like uh, alien, alien. alien song. Oh, E.T. Oh, that yes. was so good. That was a that was a Hollywood house song. Yes. Oh, and that I'm wide awake. Done. That song is oh, epic. She got a lot of bangers. Epic. Um, a lot of bangers. As I as I begin a Britney song, you have not shared your sexual awakening because it wasn't Jenny McCarthy because you had hair under your armpits when you were 11. So it came right. years and years before that. No, actually, it's surprising. Um, my sexual awakening was in the feature film United 93. Let's roll. Let's, Todd Beamer. Let's roll. All right, Bob. Way to duck that. <laughs> it must be something really dark. <laughs> All right, here we go. Womanizer. This was the year that we almost lost her. Ooh. Best song to do crunches too. Womanizer. By the way, the womanizer is the best sex toy that you can possibly buy. Tell us about it. Tell us everything you've ever said. It. 
Um, I'm doing a bit about it on my special, probably, because I'm so wait, obsessed so it's with it. The name of it is The Womanizer? It's The Womanizer. So uh, is Brittany this... have a piece of it? Nope. It was uh, recommended yeah. to me by the doctor that I went to go talk. I did an interview with a doctor on Not Safe, and mm-hmm. she was like, I was talking about my vagina, and she was like, oh, it sounds like you could benefit from The Womanizer. And I was like, I've been trying to slide into John Mayer's DMs for a while now, lady. Oh, God damn it. Great joke. This is big news. <laughs> <laughs> this is wait. This this is kind of rocking my wait, world. Did you hear Bob's uh, 9/11 Todd Beamer joke? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> We're I didn't going miss. up. We're going up. <laughs> Onward and upward. So the womanizer is a sex toy that you put over your clit and it sucks your clit. It uses suction su- suction technology and it is. Wait, what the fuck is suction technology? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What does that even mean? Listen, I'm just trying to sell it. I invented a phrase. (laughs) Wait, are you just trying to get get sponsored by it? (laughs) I would love. I I mean, I really think it's life changing. It paints a picture, though. It's a very gross term, suction technology. It looks exactly like it looks exactly like an ear thermometer, and you put it over (laughs) your clit, and you press some buttons, and then it sucks your clit, and then you will squirt. My what? friends have squirted. All my friends, anyone that I've. Wait a second. Yes. Girls who never thought they would squirt have now squirted. 37 year old girls with the womanizer. Yes. So here's what I'm telling you is when you're going down on us, this is what I've learned. You got to suck clit. That's it. <laughs> that's the, the woman. Wait, and that's the, what no the, guy is doing. And that is the fucking the wo- secret the to it all. The womanizer taught you this? Oh, yeah. If I ate pussy now, I know exactly what to do. I wouldn't have known it before, but now I know. Wait a second. All right. You Counterpoint. were Counterpoint. Every woman's different down there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Apparently no, not. No, 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 no. That is, first of all, let me just, this is going to get technical, but when we are born, when we're in utero, right? Before we're born, before our bodies are determined, we're a boy or a girl, gender wise, or I guess genitalia wise, we both have clits. And then yours becomes a penis, yeah, ours stays a clit. And so our clits are essentially tiny, tiny penises. And so you need to blow us the way you would a tiny penis. And it's like, that's the same thing. I don't, I don't like the way that was described. I know it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it, got, it got really bad. I know that's uncomfortable, but it's fucking true. And I remember watching some <laughs> video about it. Like this, there's a video that Nina Hartley, a porn star, was like talking about at one time about like how. I'm to familiar with Nina's work. Yeah, yeah you, you didn't need to qualify that. Oh, I don't. I didn't know that, but I remember that uh, my friend Ed sent it to me. I don't know why he sent it to me, but he was like, "This is," and I this was an instructional video on how to eat pussy, and I was like, "Oh," and she was like saying that theory, and then I discovered the womanizer. And I was like, "Oh yeah, she's absolutely right. That is exactly." I say in my act, I'm like, you need to latch onto that thing like a barnacle on an old boat. <laughs> and that's literally... That is sexy, too. I know. Well, I'm telling you, game changer. Okay. You were the most vocal advocate for the magic wand for the entire time we were doing Not Safe. Yeah, okay. And it feels like you've just... like Magic light wand years is good if you're getting... Um, if you're having sex. It's a good... Um, I'm going to look up the Amendment right to actual penis and vagina sex because it like adds to it. The womanizer is so... Um, you have to like put it over your clit so delicately like to get r- railed at the same time would be disruptive. So the womanizer is mm. more like just It's a one-on-one you. thing. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at that. Okay. Oh boy. That looks that looks like the future. Listen, Christmas is coming up. It's like 150 bucks the good ones. That's but funny. it is fucking worth You're it, ladies. I'm level. telling you. My friend she bought one after she heard me talk about it on stage and the next day she texted me she was like um 
hey, what was that the name of that toy? And I was like, Womanizer. And she was like, purchased. And I thought I was going to hear from her in like two to three business days because I thought she got it on Amazon. Right. She, 20 minutes later, she sent me a picture of her bed, which was completely soaked. And she was like, my sheets are ruined. Wait, what the fuck? This, this is the best. <laughs> First of all, good friend. Great friend. Great friend. Very. I mean, she's very open about it. <laughs> she was just juices. like, and she was 30s. Yeah, she was like, look at this. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's it. It's it's legit, and I will say the Fuck. the first time I ever squirted yeah, was because this is so funny. This all comes back around. Put it on the board. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so I had a Google alert for Ben Higgins because I knew that one day he and Lauren, the girl he bachelor chose, the bachelor, guy. were gonna break up, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be like the first to know. So I had a, a Google alert. The day they broke up, I was like, womanizer. I was in Columbus at a heavy metal music festival, and I was <laughs> at a fucking Holiday Inn, um, you know, one of the nice Holiday Inns or whatever, off in Columbus doing a heavy metal music festival, and then I got the alert, and then I was like, went to town, and it was like Squirt Nation. It was awesome. Squirt Nation. It was all... So the, just the idea that he was no longer in a relationship. Yeah, I could like fantasize about it more. Like it was like free to like really go to town on it. And be like, maybe that could happen. That's all it I happened. needed. And it all happened. Because that was the yet. other running theme. It's going to be humiliating when I meet him because he's just going to be like, I, I'm, I'm like, like Rosie O'Donnell win. with Tom, Tom Cruise. But, yeah, exactly. You know what like, I mean? Exactly like, that's what it's like. like. It's, 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 but it's not, though, because that was exactly, lesbian. Okay, right. got it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was all for show. Like, but when you meet him. No, I just feel like it's, it's like legit. a girl who can't ever get him crushing over him. And it's, 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 it's a little embarrassing, but it's also like, you're an idiot. You should like me. Serious comedian question. I agree. Oh yeah, if he was yeah. smart, he would go. Serious for me. comedian question: When you squirted for the first time, was your immediate thought, ah, "I just lost like four minutes of my act"? Why? Because I say I can't used, squirt. Yeah, I used to do a no, lot. No, because then I go, I used to not be able to squirt, oh, okay. do all those jokes. Now I can squirt, do all those jokes. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Double the squirt. Yep. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is uh, "Human" by the Killers. Are we human? Love this song. Or are we dancers? Why? No dancers. That always bothered me. I think it's one of the tr- tricks of the song. That's why it's interesting. Well, the fact that this came out the same... The two biggest rock bands in the world at this point were The Killers and Coldplay. Mm-hmm. And they both put out songs that lyrically were a little bit challenging to digest. <laughs> like, this one is just like... No, this made me angry. Are we human or fan? are we dancer? Yeah. Like, even if it was dancers, I'd be a little bit like, what the fuck are you talking about? But the fact that it's not pluralized, that, that was... That knocked me for a loop, I gotta say. I, I referenced this song uh, when I was doing Dancing with the Stars. I put up a picture of me and Glab and I said, We are Dancer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it. And this some song. people were like, Oh, you yeah. You didn't like this song, by the way. No, it angers me. I like the song. I Why? used to. I like it a lot more now, but as a fan of the killers who wanted them to continue making good music, I didn't think this was good music. I just thought that they no, were, I really they were taking that, like, they were doing that shitty let's make dance music instead of making more rock and I like this tone key change nah, kind of fuck you Bob there's a difference there's a difference between like wanting to be new order from the 80s and wanting to be erasure like this is like that 80s like dooms, dooms, dooms. yeah it's very trancy Fuck you, Bob. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I like it now. Actually. When What's was next? your sexual so awakening, 
Bob. Bob, admit I want no nine eleven jokes. Tell us what it was. <laughs> We're not leaving until you do that. It was actually the first World Trade Center bombing. No, um, <laughs> 96. <laughs> now we're in the right zone. At yeah, least. we're getting closer. Why won't you tell us? Is it something bad? No, I want to pinpoint it. I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Yeah, everybody knows. You've got to honor it. Yeah. Just pick one. Everybody There's knows. So, there were so Bob. many. <laughs> there were just too many. Was it Madeline Stowe? In, no, he uh, said singled out, but they couldn't have been no, that, that, that late. Uh, it was a big Kelly Bundy fan, and I think that oh, that might have been it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it, okay. this is something that like dawned on show. me recently, somewhat recently, that um, trying to like pinpoint where my sort of love of trashy blondes comes from. Yeah. It's got to be her. Oh, That's yeah. That's kind of where it all started. Yeah, no, that like makes the total OG. sense. Yeah. Um, the, one of the best uh, Applegate stories is Christina Applegate, of course. She um, was like <laughs> one of the hottest girls like in the business at that point. Everybody was into her. You know who else was into her? Fucking Bud Bundy, David, David Faustino. Faustino. What he he was crushing on her when they made he that show. He infamously cut a hole in the wall of her dressing room and got Get caught. The fuck out. If that happened today, <laughs> not only would he be fired the off the show, right. he would be a fucking national pariah. Is that like a rumor? Or is that like subs- she said it? I think it came oh out. My she God. said it. That's gross. I mean, I don't get sued blame by him. Bud Bundy. So hang on. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Because David, David Faustino is listening and he's just waiting to sue somebody. Yeah, I, that just seems, God. I also, there's, David Faustino is one of my favorite, like, bad Ed celebrities. Ed O'Neill should have protected her. He seems like a good guy. Who, you Faustino? Think? Ed O'Neill. Oh, Ed O'Neill. Oh, yeah, Ed was a good guy. Katie Seagal. Um, David Faustino was one of my favorite, like, shitty celebrities of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, if you, he was, was he in uh, DiCaprio's uh, Pussy Posse? No, no, no. Like he Faustino, wanted to be. no. He wanted to be. But he also opened up a nightclub uh, in Los Angeles at the height of his Married with Children days. That was for like the Hollywood kids that weren't 21 yet. It was called Ballistics with an X. He also cool. put out a rap album. Okay. Oh, man. This if guy. you ever want to go on a deep dive for David Faustino. Did he end up in celebrity rehab? That seems like a, he was so. probably in. What's he doing now? Is he still alive? It says radio personality. Okay. Okay. Is he working at Sirius? That feels right. I don't see him in the hallways. <laughs> Let me do Faustino Applegate. But he sees you through the whole people. In the, yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I do that. People Applegate. It was a people, right? That's how I remember it. <laughs> Are we sure we didn't make this up? We might have made this up. <laughs> I mean, that's an insane accusation. Alleged. I'm glad I followed it up. Yeah. <laughs> just, let's just, we're sticking with it. All right. Here we go. Okay, well, here we go. This is huge. I remember babies dancing to the song on YouTube, and it's so cute. I uh, Babies like this music video. You should play this for your babies. That makes mm. sense. They really love it. There's I think a it's, lot of... Go down that wormhole. I think it's like probably... Because I feel like I watched it in the last year. I would say given like the... Um, artist involved, the song, the cultural impact. It's one of the greatest videos ever made. It's I think it's agreed. at that level. Agreed. I don't know if it gets enough I, love. I think Taylor Swift deserved to win. I don't care what you guys can you say. Pull up babies dancing to the song. Is that something that can happen yeah, right now? Anything. You're the guest. You're the guest. I was doing. I There's was in the middle. one in particular that used to bring me so much joy. I'm still in the middle of my Faustino Applegate <laughs> plus peephole Google search. Oh yeah, right. Well, it. if it hasn't. <laughs> Just go to Snopes. 
I'm going to bail on that. I'm going to go to... Uh, well, if the, yeah, the top lead search isn't like <laughs> an actual news story, I would say. <laughs> you guys just made... It came from somewhere, if we both remember. Did we just make accusation. it up together? Maybe we made it up. We're going to get sued. Put a ring on it, plus babies dancing. Fausto, you know, I got your back done, buddy. Dude, you're back of the wrong horse here. I'm telling you, he did it. (laughs) Faustino's guilty of something. Definitely guilty of something. People, it's so awful. (laughs) So what do you want me to do? You want to watch this video during the podcast, Nikki? I mean, I I don't know if you can put it on mute, but it's just really cute. I mean, get your babies. I know you guys, but wait a second. This baby actually has good dance moves, I swear to God. Oh, yeah, it's pretty Nick, good. Let's talk about whether or not you want to have children. Let's get into that a little bit. <laughs> this was, I used to watch this, like, back in 2008. I guess I, I mean, I just like how she, the, the baby does tries to do Beyonce's moves and kind of that gets is, it right. It's cute. Adorable. Okay. I swear to God, it's, well, I was probably ovulating when I enjoyed that video. <laughs> so, in preparation for tonight, when Dan was like, oh, let's do 2008. I'm I decide- going back to the Faustina search, probably. Okay. I decided to go yeah, through some old emails between us just to see if I can yeah. like call anything from that. Like pull anything. Any I'm now searching yeah. Faustino plus Applegate plus pervert. <laughs> plus, you know, Dan, He's, he went to, he went to school for journalism. He knows how to really find the things that matter. What uh, was the system you used to have to look for articles on in college? Nexus Lexus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing Nexus. He is a full Nexus Lexus. Right? <laughs> Kelly, Christina Applegate. This is just an episode recap. <laughs> Kelly, Christina Applegate. It counts. It counts. Their teenage daughter. Put it on the board. Is an overripe nymphette. Younger <laughs> brother, Bud, is an aspiring pervert. See, that's what did it for me. Vindicated? <laughs> it's, just a great, it's a great description of what this show is about. Put it on the Faustino board, not the 9-11 board. That's the new there is no evidence. We're here. <laughs> At all. It's, uh, you guys were certain of it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back and listen nobody, to how certain. It nobody, took 60 minutes, but we found the case. And the cases <laughs> did Faustino perv out on Applegate on the set of Married with Children. Nobody it's the new 9-11 investigation. <laughs> People don't come to this podcast for news, but they get. But there's no evidence news. at all. Like you get, you're pulling up an episode description of his character, <laughs> not, not even his actual. But it makes you wonder, like, would, would they cast somebody who wasn't a pervert to play That's a, a good pervert? Point. How did he play one How so he play well? One? He so did it. Well. Carpet people to, <laughs> in her dressing room. According to another episode <laughs> a description, allegation. Bud suffered from delusions of grandeur, was an outright pervert. And lacked basic social skills. Let's, you know, put it on the board. <laughs> we, the red lines are going all uh, over the place. There's a, this board is getting, it's filling up, guys. <laughs> it's a little wonky, the board. It's a little wonky. All right, go back to your thing. Sorry. I'm gonna I forget find what this. my thing was. You, so I was going through emails. And oh, yeah. I found one email, which I don't remember at all receiving, that you sent to us and a lot of your friends. Oh, dear. Oh, and no. I, the subject was, oh, no. Oh, mm. my God, you guys have to watch this. And I was... So oh I clicked on it for the first time in 10 years Shut to see up. what this was. And it, Schumer was on the email. There were a bunch of people on this email. Hilarious. It was the thing that Nikki had to send to all of her friends, Christian the Lion. 
Oh, I, <laughs> oh, I stand by that. You Whoa. so sincerely stand by sent it. it to everybody you knew. I loved it. It made me feel so many things. It must have. I stand by it. Okay, it was good. wildly popular. Was I was not alone. Big. It was very You big. were the first person to show me, show me um, Charlie Bit My Finger. I was very early in on Charlie Bit My Finger. I saw that at, in your kitchen at El I'm just going to drop that. I'm just going to brag you about that. You were the first one yeah. to show me that, and it blew my mind. I mean, that was the start of it all. <laughs> And I then got, uh, you Christian the lion and you send that as a mass email. Yeah. I got a theory, by the way. What? I think Faustino, who made oh, <laughs> good amount of guap uh, on Married with Children, he fucking scrubbed the net, bitch. What? Oh. That Let's, is a dark accusation. God, this motherfucker scrubbed the deep net, too, I bet. A, that is a great baseless accusation a for a baseless thing we're accusing him of. fucking conspiracy theory. Prove him wrong. Prove him wrong. You can't. Can't prove him thing. wrong. I was not at one of my great regrets at El Contento. I was not at the Nikki Amy birthday party celebration. I know where a lot of jackals showed up to that night. Oh yeah. yes, uh, it was actually we did not know we did not know Amy at all. But it was Nikki's birthday, and we were gonna have the party at our house. And then you said, "Hey, can we? Can Amy? Amy, my friend, can she have her party there too? Can we do a dual birthday party?" And we're like, "Well, fine. What the fuck." And then all of a sudden, there was like 400 jabronis at the house. Yeah, it was a lot of jabronis. And they weren't even Amy's friends. Those jabronis would have been there if had it been my birthday party right. anyway. They just like heard there was, was a party. It was really yeah. my people. Uh, and that was when it was coined. You kept calling them a lot of jackals out tonight. <laughs> and I thought that was out. so funny to call these guys jackals because they were. They yeah, that was so fun. All right. I'll put it. I'm going to stick a pin in this investigation. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, we can call it at this point, I think. Yeah, we'll <laughs> He's guilty. Yeah. Wait, so you're going to vindicate him? <laughs> <Okay, well, laughs> you're totally vindicate Faustino. Absolutely. He walks free. <laughs> there is no, you can't find anything with a, a five minutes of Google searching. There's no case. Google, you have no case. Google is very incomplete. Nexus Lexus. Have you tried Bing? If, if you search the microfiche <laughs> at the library, <laughs> I want to see you. Fun. Late at night. We have to like Nicolas Cage National Treasure this to get mm-hmm. to the bottom of it. So I have like the cup of coffee and there's like <laughs> <laughs> I mean for him to drill a hole into <laughs> like it's such a it's such it's a it's a fucking heavy act. <laughs> uh all right. I here's a song I picked and I you know, oh there are songs God. that um <clears throat> as as a man as like a, a straight dude who, you know, you you feel like or you're when you're growing up, you're told to be a certain way and not to have feelings and things of that nature. And then sometimes a song comes out that's totally just like will nail you right in the balls with the feels. Yeah. And you just have to keep it secret how much you love the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so nobody knows how much I love the song when it came out. So we're going to listen to it right now. Wow. That's a. This song is amazing. Right in the balls. You take the womanizer right to my balls on this one. (laughs) Squirt.
so good. I've never heard this song before. No way. Wait, till Wait the you gotta do the no, chorus. I've never you, heard. I know. bet you would. Are you there sure? Okay. Here we go. Come on. I will fuck your go balls on. if you don't know. Wait, I don't want to. I want to know it now. Here we go. Nothing. Really? Honestly, nothing. Wow. This what is, what is uh, this? Leona Lewis. Leona Lewis, Better in Time. Never even oh, heard of her. So what? Good. Wait, did I just miss an entire human? You did. I've never even heard you of know, Leona Lewis. Lead in Love. I, I did a little search. Keep research. Bleeding, keep I, I don't, that song I know. Yeah, that's I've heard that song. Okay. You know that. Sold like 15 million albums. Who the fuck year. is this? Where am I? Gorgeous woman. Hey, let me tell you something. Maybe you should look her up if you know what I'm saying. Oh, maybe one of the most beautiful women <laughs> really? of 2008. I have takes, by the way, Nikki and, and Bob. I feel weird because you don't know who this is, so it's hard for you to be involved. So we'll keep it quick. But no, please take your time. Is I'm, it weird I'm fascinated by this? That this woman who put out <clears throat> this is basically like peak. Mariah Carey, like early Carrie type level music. Yeah. Where it was hugely popular and it was great music and she had the voice. Yeah. And she had the look. Yeah. And she was perfect and she was British. She won that, that show. She like was, the American think, Idol of Britain. Right. How come she didn't become the next Mariah Carey? How come this was kind of like her moment and that was it? But because Mariah Carey maybe writes and has a whole... Because it's, it's tough to be a Mariah it's Carey. Just, everything it's has to break. There's not that many. Everything she has to had hit everything. just right. This girl had everything. I don't know. You look at some people like that, and you don't know what happened. There's a fumble along the way. Like you can have like every talent, and then you go. The wrong people are in control of your career. You make like, the wrong, wrong if choice. This, if this person had Katy Perry's team, then she would probably be bigger than Katy Perry. Exactly. Because I know you guys were just like blowing smoke up Katy Perry's ass before. I don't I don't see the Katy Perry thing either. Like yeah. I don't see what she right does marketing that's that great. Team, the right team, the, the right, right package. Right. And like the world needs what you're putting out. You right. time it right. It's um the the world didn't need what Leona was putting out soon after. Mo- cricket, Bob. the cricket returns. Bob. It's a good time to talk to our listeners about cricket wireless. That motherfucker. <laughs> we don't have You sponsors. are you are such a pro. <laughs> I don't mind it. I think it's nice. It is folksy. I'm glad it's back from the dead. We thought we killed it. It's definitely the same one. It's not a different cricket. Oh, oh no. Wait, is this Leona Lewis again? Yeah? Are you just turning oh this God. into a Leona Lewis podcast? This dance on So You Think You Can Dance, these two people dance to the song, and it is what made me love dancing so much. I'm obsessed with a dance that was on... Uh, so you think you can dance the finals I had never cared about dance in my life and I was working at that Korean prep school and one day my boss came in and was like guys this dance I did last night on dance or, uh, so you think you can dance it's like the best dance I've ever seen and I was like I've never even watched that show like who cares she showed it to me and I was obsessed with really? this dance I've watched this dance more than any YouTube video ever was this chance between Chelsea and Mock which is how uh, the host of the show introduces <laughs> them and it is so hot and so good. And it was like my dream to do Dancing with the Stars and like do a dance like that. But well, the song to, is to that. We did a bad job, Bob, as the host of this podcast. Always. Because, Consistently. Uh, Nikki, uh, in, in addition to her uh, show, You Up on Sirius XM, Channel 95, also 
was on Dancing with the Stars. I am a current cast member on the current season of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> currently. Currently. I am a cast member on the current it. season yeah. of Dancing with the Stars, technically. I am talent. You're on there. Pulled onto the lot today, parked in a talent spot. Still there. My trailer's still there. Whoa. People are probably banging in it. Awesome. What? I was eliminated first. And yeah, that's, but this. Well, and which is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to like stay on so I could do a dance like the one I'm talking about on this one. Like my partner Gleb really went far with his last partner and did some really hot, cool dances, and I was like so excited to do that stuff. You were gonna break out the womanizer on the stage. Oh my god, oh, I didn't need to with Gleb. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ, was I was saturated. A real piece uh, of ass. The entire month. He's so hot. He's so hot. No, it was like it was so hot. Like you get to like dance with this hot, the hottest dude that's ever talked to me. I get to dance with every day. It was awesome. And, were, uh, you, were you were you ever like inappropriate, you know, like kind of like a little too handsy no, with never, this guy? Never. He's married and like, okay. and I just really respected our like process. But like he, I, I would just stop him as he was talking to me and say, you're so hot. I just have to say like, you're, it's crazy. I would just go to the camera like, isn't he hot? Like, will you just look how his hair is falling across his face? He was, he was bothersome. It was bothersome how hot he was. And, um. Yeah, I. Uh, it's tough. It's Hot tough. Guys, yeah, we struggle. It's tough that. when we get that, dude. It's, it's very distracting. It's uh, he he rem he's like it, I've been around supermodel women. And it's the same thing. You just kind of stare at them and you're like, why did God make that? Like, and then why also are you make, the way that you are. Yeah, like how are you so perfect? It's like I marvel at it. But mm. Gleb was, uh, yeah. So I I, I want to dance again, and I realize that I can just hire a dancer to teach me a dance, and I can like, oh, you could I could just ask someone to choreograph that. like if I could do this dance, and I'm like I think I want to do that now. This dance with Ben Higgins. It really feels good to dance. Oh, you and Higgins. Ben, someday at our wedding. What separates Higgins from most bros? He is just. Um, I really liked the way he respectfully broke up with the women on the show because it's a really uncomfortable part of the show because they're easy. getting they're falling in love with him and towards the end it just gets like it's there's never really a graceful way to do it and I was like pretty bowled over by how respectful he was and like did it in such a good way that no one was really hurt and I also think he really honored his feelings I thought he was really in touch with his feelings which was super hot and he's so dreamy he's the hottest guy I've ever seen and um He's got some like Jesus tattoos, but listen, well, those can be removed. <laughs> Wait, so you're already like looking up tattoo removal places. No, for I when think work out. yeah. So I, I just think he's a good person, but yeah, the the Jesus stuff is like we would we would you'd have to have a talk about that, about that. or we wouldn't talk about it, or just forget. it. I would it. say it'd be a little bit a bit of a high wire act to try to talk to him about it. What do you? Oh yeah, I, like, I wouldn't try to talk about it. Jesus stuff. I mean, I think I would just like tease him about it, essentially, but also respect it. If and he, he could tease me about being like not believing the way like Putty and Elaine, you know. But if she's he was like, like, you think I'm going to hell? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be rough. If he was like every Sunday morning, though, <laughs> if we're going to do this every Sunday morning, I expect like, you to come with me, you know, to church. Would you do it? Um, no, I'd be like, that has to be your thing. And I'm going to have my thing. What if he's like, that's a potential deal breaker. Look at how hot I am. And I'm so respectful to women. Listen, if he had a good argument for me going to church and being like, I'd be open to it and be like, I want to see what you like about this and what it gives you. And like, mm -hmm. I get the purpose of religion to deal with the fact that we have to die someday and there's no certainty about where we go is fucking terrifying. And religion brings us peace. And like, I wish I believed in God. Yeah. I wish I did. I wish I had that comfort because I don't. And it's stressful. The yeah, idea, yeah. The idea that we might. So listen, Ben, convert me. Just like <laughs> be in the ground 
convert me. Yeah, you could, be a, you could be a you could be a project for Ben. Listen, one thing that I, I have feared um, before we get to the next song, besides the libel suit from David Faustino, Faustino's got lawyers. He's got sharks. <laughs> um, besides that, is what if after we die mm-hmm. and you get lowered in the ground or whatever? Mm-hmm. What if you're in the ground? but you still have your like mind. Why would you have your mind? That makes no sense. That has been my ultimate fear. And you're just in the ground and you're aware of it for eternity. Then you'll deal with it because everyone has to deal with it. And that's just like what <clears throat> is going to happen. Okay. Thanks for making me That's a work. weird thing to think. I know. Well, as, I was, as a kid, I used to think about it. I mean, right. that as is, a kid, that makes sense. But listen, but listen, dude, it. that's so <laughs> terrifying. Still, and that's a great episode of, uh, entertainment tonight. Twilight Zone. All right, next song. That's so funny. What? Ocean. I came into this honestly feeling unlovable. Like I couldn't be loved or that I was never going to find that person to love me fully. Gunshot. And then we go through this experience. It's in a journey that's full of goodbyes. Lauren, I never want to say goodbye to you. I want to wake up every morning and kiss you on the face. I want to go to bed at night and know that in the morning I'm going to wake up to the most beautiful woman I've ever laid eyes on. He wasn't sure of this. I think he's squirting (laughs) across the garage. here on out. Whole place is saturated. Just live for you. Commit to you. To love you. To hold you. To kiss you a lot. Kiss you a lot. He really tried to make it work with her. I believe he really wanted love. He told JoJo he loved her. He was one of the first, he was the one of the only bachelors that told two girls, two at the end, that he loved them. Because I believe he did. So you like wildly plugged in on all ABC uh, reality programming now? I like this. What's next? No, I wasn't. I mean, I'm open to anything. I really love being on reality shows. It's like I am have no problem crying on camera. Which makes and I you think I could only can yeah. cry on camera. To be honest, it's the only time like, the tears come out. Content. But I don't. Hey. I didn't mind it. The thing is, when you start to cry, because I there were oftentimes I cried, probably two or three practices I cried in a row, and Gleb was like, "You got to stop crying on camera. Like it's not looking good for us. Like it doesn't look like we're having a good time. Like part of the show. Mm. Like, and I was like, oh, I thought it was dramatic, but also I needed to cry. But you're in a conundrum when you cry on camera because, and I didn't realize this because I was like, part of me didn't realize I was on a legit reality show until I, until I needed to cry, and then the camera's just on you. And if you take it off, then you're the dramatic girl taking off the mic right. when you go to the bath. Mm. If you go to the bathroom to have privacy and not have the mic on, then you're the girl that is going to go <laughs> in the stall. You just yeah, it's the and it, they That's film worse. the women sign and they just hear the girl right. crying. And a fr- uh, one of the girls goes, "Is like, are you okay?" Yeah, and you then I would that. literally, so I would just have to suck it up, like, and not cry when I wanted like to cry so badly. I would suck <laughs> it up. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time I cried been a while like actually cried uh it might be it's it's such a cliche like bro from new york new jersey i was at a bruce springsteen concert oh boy in 2011 and there was uh, here in anaheim and there was a song last time you cried what the fuck is wrong it was a um like cried seven years legitimately cried dan you need to cry and uh 
there was a song called Wrecking Ball that made me think of my grandmother, and I just sweet. was sobbing. This is a Miley Cyrus concert. concert. It was. Wrecking Ball. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to see the Wrecking Ball. So you're saying I'm overdue? Yeah, you are overdue. Dude, you're ready you to pop. you are constipated as fuck yeah, for a cry, it's gonna come out. When it comes out, it's all going to come when out. When did you cry last, Bob? cry a little bit every morning for about 45 minutes that's that's that seems a little long but you know and then so, again in the afternoon like, oh, okay. for like another like half hour right. you do two a days well then at night before wow. I go to bed wow that's a quick one that's only for like 35 oh, okay minutes. okay so that's just a little 35 yeah yeah a pre like just getting you winding and then I wait, you down well, then i wake up in the middle of the night right bawling. right okay well we're looking at four plus times a day for Bob yeah plus crying. like the little ones in between <laughs> <laughs> but those are like those barely count. Bob, right. we, don't, we don't see a North American distribution plan for Flock of Dudes on Blu-ray. <laughs> Bob just saw it for seven days straight. <laughs> just keeps thinking about it. <laughs> By but, the way, you see again, Nikki, how Bob, when he gets uncomfortably, artfully dodges things with a bit. <laughs> Bob will never yes. tell you when he cried because Bob is as backed up as anyone in America. Uh, right <laughs> it's really just... If you think 2011 is bad, check with Bob. Man. I did cry a it's lot. This cry. is not. This is again me dodging it, but it, I'm tying it back to the theme of this podcast. Uh, we went to go see Tom Petty when we were living at the post show house, and we walked there because we weren't that far from the Hollywood Bowl. Right. And we got before we left, we got so stoned, and like moving to LA and all of a sudden having legal weed or this legal is a nice cover to this story, legal ish weed. Um, it just became like something we would kind of do a little more often, but yeah. I was still getting used to it. Got so stoned that I remember on the walk to the concert, I couldn't, I didn't know what pocket to put my wallet in. Wow. Even you though it started it's, crying, even though it's always, <laughs> nah. been, where's my fucking wallet, man. <laughs> even though it's always in the same pocket, I was like, I don't know where to put it. And, uh, we made it to our seats and I remember standing there. And when he played free fall and I just started Aww. bawling <laughs> for so no reason, high. I was so high. And Tom Petty at the Hollywood Bowl playing free fall and just wow. hit me. Yeah. I mean, you guys like cried out of joy, I feel. Or like maybe sentiment. I, I get, um, I could well up occasionally over my kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you're talking about actually kind of waterworks, it's, we're, we're going up on seven years here. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that's, you in your mind, that's unhealthy? I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you need a release of, like, your feelings. And I think crying is a major release. I feel so, like, All right. I don't cry enough. I wish I did. And sometimes I have to watch videos to, like, kind of elicit it. Um, my friend has a joke about it. It's, like, your eyes coming. Like, you need to just, like, watch <laughs> porn, like, sad videos to, like, make yourself I actually, cry. I, I have to issue a correction. And this is good. And you do this. I would. You watch videos to make yourself cry. No, no, no. Oh. I was on the plane. Uh, I was on a plane to London in September and watched the Mr. Rogers documentary. Oh, that's Did you, you watch, watch that, that trailer. It will get you. Did you watch the doc? No, there's a there's a scene. And again, it ties into having kids. But like there's a scene where he's um, talking to or he has a kid on a show that's in a wheelchair and they don't oh, know yeah. if he's going to live. And he ha and he sings a song with him. Yeah. Oh, dude. Getting a little misty-eyed thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So that, there's a little release. I'm okay. Yeah, Bob's yeah, yeah. the one to worry about. Look at Bob. Bob's about to tell another joke. He's the laughing funny man. All right. No, there's... Oh, man. Yeah, kids, like... No, the kids the Kids will get you. Like Old I, men being adorable with young children, is there anything cuter than that? Well, it depends the context. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being adorable. Adorable. Um, that's that's the play. That was "Sex on Fire" by Kings of Leon. We never. Yeah, really I like got that song. It. It's fine. It's fine. It kind of marks its place in time. This reminds me of Vegas. I remember going to Vegas around this time. I think we went to go see Oasis, and that just that song just pumping in the casino. It's hot. It's, it's a just hot like one song. of those songs you could just like pump into a casino, and everybody's fine with it. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do we learn? Uh, the womanizer. It's fucking outrageous on the old hood. It, it, it does <laughs> damage hood. in a good way. It's it, great. What was the term you used? Suction. Uh, uh, suction technology. <laughs> <laughs> Suction technology. Trademark that. So anyway, I really should. If, if you are a woman that listens to the show, or if Hi, you're a man shucks. who wants to take care of your lady, and you're you're not self conscious, like, oh, I'm the only one that can pleasure my woman. She don't need no toy. Give her the toy. <laughs> Let her have a good time. Right? I don't yeah. see why well, not. You guys are on Not Dude, Safe on Comedy Central. Get your lady this toy. You're a, you will be a saint. Cause like. Then she can just like really jerk off when you're not around, get the real stuff out of the way. And then by the time you guys are like banging, you're too tired to fuck anyway. So she's not even going to come because you're not going to have the energy to put the fucking work in. Let her come with that thing a bunch. You come in, bang her out. You both are good. And then it's done. By the way, jerk off is our thing. You can't take it. No, I'm taking it. You can't have it. Yeah, listen, there it are no make, more rules anymore. Are, are, you, are you appropriating jerk off? You can't <laughs> you just can. take that from us. You can't. That's our culture. You can't. I get your own. T- what am I supposed to say? Rub one out. I hate that. Yeah, I don't like rub one out either. That's not great, but at least that kind of matches what it is a little bit more. But yeah, jerk off. I'm, I'm taking it. It's just like a. <laughs> no, it's just like, well, jerking off doesn't. I mean, I guess you're jerking. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> I got to say, I resent you guys so much for how easy it is for you to masturbate. It is pretty easy. It is not fair. We have to use suction technology, <laughs> and you guys just do this no, with your hand. Counterpoint if we did use anything at all, we're disgusting. No, you're not. Yeah, there's like a stigma to it where you could talk about that, but if Dan was like, I just got the best. Suck job 3000. I, you're right. There is a stigma, you would be there like, shouldn't be. There sh- I agree with that. There of shouldn't course. be. I brought, I bought a boyfriend once a pocket pussy. I bought, cause I was long distance and I was like, fuck this thing. He broke up with you immediately. Did it work? No, he, he said Stop he tried it. it once and it was just gross. And then mm. he just like pitched it. All right. So the womanizer, we learned that the womanizer is elite. Uh, we <laughs> learned that Faustino, maybe, oh no, <laughs> maybe guilty, no, no, but maybe not most likely not. <laughs> But even if, uh, no matter what you heard in this podcast, the ultimate where we came down on is inconclusive. So, you know, know, hey, Faustino, send your sharks elsewhere. Circle (laughs) around some other chum. (laughs) Um, What else did we learn, Bob? Oh, I cried at a Springsteen concert. You need to cry again. And I cried watching Mr. Rogers, but it's still not enough. And we uh, we still don't know when you've been crying, but it doesn't sound like you're going to tell us, so. Really blocked time. up. I, I cried last night. Oh, that's nice. There you go. Why? What happened? See, I wanted to make a joke right there, but I decided. Oh, you didn't. No, you don't have to tell us, but I like they told us you cried last but night. But you did. That's you good. cried last night. A little bit. You don't have to say anything else. Okay. That's awesome. I'm proud of you for even saying that. Bro. Yeah, All me right, too. There we go. Vulnerability. Get the womanizer out. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready for it. I can tell. Um, all right, Nikki. You're the best. Well, I mean, what do we have to say about Nikki? She's on fire. I'm on tour right now. You can come see me. I'm all over the place. San Francisco, fucking, I can't think of any other places, but I like literally am touring to every single w- weekend for the rest of my life. New Year's in Providence, Rhode Island. Well, that's where you want to be. Listen, Sacramento, San Francisco, uh, Salt Lake City this weekend. 
and then many, many more dates announced for the new year. Every Salt Lake day City, for the rest of Bloomington, my life. Bloomington, San Bloomington, Fran, Indiana. Cleveland. You're playing Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Sacramento, Sac- East Providence. And then no one knows what the new year holds. That's great. And because of the dancing, your bod's never been tighter. It's not even the dancing. The, I was already pretty tight before I let in dancing. That's why I was like, oh, this will be good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm already fucking fit as a fiddle and ready to dance. And then um, and then you just get even weird. Like, dancing, like, is so good for your fit, like, for your body. It's just, like, the best thing you're you like can an, do. You're like an action hero right now. Like, you have, like... I have abs right yeah, now. But that's because I just... I've just... I knew that I had to dance again, or at least I had to put on these skimpy outfits again. Mm-hmm. So I kept my body in good shape for the past two months. I've... I've been keeping up with the dancers so that I could look as good as them on the finale. Because I'm 34 and I'm surrounded by like a 21 year old like Instagram model who's the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life, and then every dancer girl who has the most amazing body of any bodies that exist. Mm -hmm. I mean, dancer bodies, professional dancer bodies, insane. Are we human or are we dancer? By the way, perfect Nikki Glaser's debut album. That's out. You can get that too. Oh my God. Look totally listen to things. that. On, I mean, that, that's been out forever. We, I wish it were available. Years on. ago, maybe even 2008, um, you talked about your first um, live album and you teased that it was going to be nailed it and I was going to get credit for giving it that title. Dude, I still love happened. that. I still love that title. It still circulates uh, about. Still in the picture, about. potentially? No, because I think that my friend does a series of like Instagram, um, he copies models on Instagram. And does like funny, like uh, reincarnations of what they're doing, and he calls it nailed it. And I feel like he would think I was stealing Sounds that like from Dan. him. I think Dan is ready to cry again. I think I'm he's ready to very I'm upset ready to about go. this. Before we go, intellectual property. Yeah, it's IP hard to baby. Put a stamp on it. Uh, you know, we need proof that you came up with the concept in 2008. It's just maybe we have an email or a text exchange. Fuck. Uh, before we go, we got to pick one song for our Spotify playlist that oh, we yeah, heard tonight. I'll- and Nikki, since you are our guest, you will choose what it is. Um, dun, 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 Easy. Oh, I was almost Easy. On, on I thought you were going to go with the slow boys. Like, disgusting. <laughs> the ben Higgins boys. proposal. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the Flowbots. All right. There you go. Uh, throwback Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Throwback Pod. Instagram, at Throwback Pod. If you suffered a horrific childhood calamity or some type of like deep, 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 deep pain that you've not been able to talk about, hit up Bob at the Throwback Pod no, at gmail.com. Don't, don't and do he that. will uh, take you through the process not of healing. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Please. And again, finally, if you want to support our show, patreon.com slash throwback pod. Uh, you don't have to give a lot, Bob. No, you don't. Uh, you can give a little. Yeah, a little bit. You know why? Because, you know, a little. Goes a long way. Helps a lot. <laughs> I got it wrong. <laughs> and Nikki, thank you. Thank Guys, you, Nikki. You're the best. so much fun. We love you. Always, my stomach hurts from laughing. You're the best. All right. And to everyone else, go fuck yourselves. Dude. <laughs>